Welcome to AMR Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. And this is Dimity McDowell. And uh, Sarah, I heard you had some crime around your house recently. Yes. Sorry to hear that. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, my two remaining bikes, because I had had three and one was stolen a few years ago. The remaining two also got stolen a week ago. Oh, oh, heavy sigh. Yeah, it was a road. Um, they were both Trek bikes. They, I had owned the road bike since the mid 90s and I hadn't ridden it in a long time. I'm just not um, an intrepid road rider. And, and I, and I run a lot. So, um, and so, uh, but I did have, I had a Trek hybrid that just really fit me really well. I felt very comfortable on it. I really enjoyed the freedom it allowed me, particularly these days. So I was really crestfallen when, when those were stolen. Um, that's, that's a good word, crestfallen. It's not good to be crestfallen. I'm sorry you were yeah. crestfallen, but you know, I'm glad that you threw in a 25 sensor in there. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Because when, when my previous bike, which was a Kona uh, mountain bike, when it got stolen, I cried. And this time I just kind of got a couple angry tears and, um, but that was about it. So, so anyway, so, but gosh, it is not easy to buy a bike during this time. I know, right? It is, it is, I mean... It, uh, the good news is that bikes are considered essential, yes. right? Bike shops mm -hmm. are so, mm -hmm. but you do have to set up an appointment and kind of file in one by one, right? Oh, and my goodness, and trying to get in touch with them. There's um, uh, not a chain. Uh, you know, it used to be a local chain. Then I found out during all of this that it's owned by a company in San Diego. So actually, I did that. Finding that out made me not buy there, and it was impossible to get word back from anybody. They are like asking to set up an appointment to because they don't take phone calls. And so I was trying to set oh, it up geez. online. Yeah. So anyway, so I went to this place um, called Community Bicycling and they are, um, as you can guess from its name, they, they do things involved in the community. So during normal life, they um, lead a lot of bike safety and learn to ride events for um, kids, particularly low income kids. And so what they do is they, um, they sell new bikes there, but they also get a lot of bikes donated and then they sell those. Nice. So, um, so I made an appointment and I told them ahead of time what I was looking for, but then, you know, you don't go inside, you meet them around the back out on the sidewalk and sounds sketchy. Um, and, and yeah, it is. Well, particularly meet that, us at 1030 in the shadow right, right next to the streetlight. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so, um, it was a little bit actually like bridal gown shopping because I don't know if you <laughs> would, yeah. you can remember, but, but the, you'd go into um, kind of the high end bridal gown shops. You, you know that they have all the gowns back there, but you can't just go peruse them. Yeah. You have to describe it. It's like, well, what if I don't have the words to describe exactly what's going to, you know, maybe an ampere waist isn't right for me. Maybe, you know, more of a drop. I don't know all this stuff. So anyway, so he's not empire waist. Um, I called it empire. I <laughs> <laughs> dropped the big word, Sarah. Hey, man, I watch a I lot. I want to like lace sequins. <laughs> okay, um, I, watch a, I watch a lot of period dramas. What can I say? A lot of, okay, they, they, right. a lot of Ampere Waste and uh, Jane Austen adaptations. Um, so I had told them what I was looking for. And the, and the guy, Tyler, brings out two bikes. One of them was completely no-go because it had, um, you know, dropped racer handlebars. And... The first bike, it just, the other one, it just felt too big. I just didn't feel at home. So, and that was a new bike. And so then I'm like, oh, I heard you got a big supply of used bikes yesterday. So he's like, oh, I think I got something for you. And he went back in and they don't let you test ride it. 
So you- You don't I, get to I, test ride any of it? Correct, yeah, I got to stand over it. Um, and Even with like gloves on? Yeah, I didn't ask that, but yeah, they- that just yeah. feels, yeah. Okay, yeah, so, I mean, so, I, at different times, we're, right? We're yeah, at different yeah, times. Yeah, 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 and we were both wearing masks and so, but you can test ride, you can take it for a week and if you decide it's not the right bike for you, you can bring it back and they charge you a $10 cleaning fee. Okay, and that um, seems fair. Yeah, this seems very fair. So anyway, so I'm like, you know, I, I, I'm going to take a chance on this bike and had them put on a women's seat, had them put on pedals like I like, and I was stoked because they had used pedals. So I got a used bike, I got used pedals. And I, so I took it out for a ride this morning. How did it feel? How'd she feel? Does she have a name yet? <laughs> it's funny because um, a friend of ours, the one of the people who's in our bubble, he stopped by and he goes, oh, I like your bike. What's his name or something like that. And he goes, oh, or is it a girl? I'm like, oh, no, no, no. It's totally a guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have a name yet. Um, oh, okay. I will think of it. I will think okay. of it. So, so, but it has um, the seat you have to use, is that called an Allen wrench? That, or whatever the to type move of the seat post yeah, mm -hmm. yeah 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 it doesn't have a quick release and so i headed out and i had not adjusted the seat and it definitely was a little too low and i thought i could put up with it i was only going to ride like 90 minutes or something oh, and that's I'm a like, long time to go yeah. your knees yeah. and your nose <laughs> yes yes um, so it wasn't quite that bad but then when i was out on this um path um you know multi-use path that runs parallel to the um runways at the airport there, um, I spotted a father and son um, cyclist. They were in the distance and they seemed to be watching, waiting for something at the airport, like watching, you watching know. planes come in or something? Yeah, so, um, so I stopped far enough away from them. I'm like, hey, do you have one? I didn't even know. I'm like, do you have one of those tools that you can adjust the seat height? Da, 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 da. And so he did. And so he adjusted the seat height for me. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, and they were out there. Uh, the dad had heard that some F-15s were, you know, flying over Southern Oregon kind of as a, you know, I don't know, sh to drum up, I don't know, I don't know, solidarity or I don't know, Support something. Support for something, some, yeah. Something, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It was not like they were the running a sortie over Southern Oregon. Sure. And uh, um, so anyway, so they were just staying there waiting to see them come in. And uh, so anyway, I was like, oh, thank heavens I asked that guy because particularly the ride back is kind of a, because um, it comes up from the river, it's a, kind of steady gradual climb yeah and i think that would have been particularly bad on too low of a seat yes yes well that sounds great i thought you were gonna say you know on a couple bike paths around here they have little um you know it's like a big metal pole and then it's got all these kind of tools attached to it oh. still it has like a multi-use tool like an allen wrench and then different size oh different things that you can use and they might even have like a pump somehow um, oh. I mean, i've never stopped but whenever i see that it just makes me happy i'm like oh that's so nice that they have those like oh, lord really knows i'm not sure if i could you know you know figure out how to use them but at least they have them so <laughs> for people who are that savvy they can use them yeah, um, yeah yeah no i've never seen anything like that here in portland and that's funny because this is such a bike town yeah that's what see that's why i thought yeah for sure for sure yeah yeah oh, that's so, cool so yeah so um so i'm very happy with it Good. very happy with it and, and very pleased that i you know um gave my business to a com to community bicycling and yeah, that. so yeah. yeah 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 so i'm trying to see it as lemonades instead of lemons perfect perfect yeah. well i got to go on a i'll just tell a quick story i got to go on a ride this morning with abby who is um the daughter of katie oglesby who is my oh. good friend who is uh you know the ultra runner that i paced in leadville and did swim run with and stuff and um 
Abby is on the, she goes to Mesa College out in Grand Junction and uh, is an awesome swimmer, really good bike, uh, really good runner, um, and just joined the triathlon team this spring. Um, So uh, wants to get her cycling skills uh, better. So um, we got to go, we went on a ride together. It was really fun. It was really fun to... um, help her out. Just, I mean, you forget, right. It's, it's kind of like running. I mean, it's, there's more pieces to, to riding because of just the mechanics of it all. But like yeah. you forget that, Oh yeah, they don't know, um, you know, or how to shift like smoothly oh. or when to uh-huh. change your gears or, mm-hmm. you know, just stuff like that. And it was just, it was really fulfilling to, um, to help her out. We rode to shoot. I'm like, ah, uh, I'm like, how far do you want to go? And we, we decided like an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we got super close to the, up. T- we took a path that, Took, takes you up to what well, used to be in Vesco Field. I can't remember what it's called now. It's where the, the Broncos play. <laughs> um, and uh, and um, we got there and I was like, oh, we got to go all the way up to the REI, which is the big REI downtown. <laughs> so by the time we were done, we had ridden about um, 18 miles. And she's like, oh my gosh, it goes so fast when you have someone to ride with. <laughs> I was like, I know. <laughs> we chatted a lot and it was, it was super fun. I'm excited for her because, I mean, she can do – really well in triathlon when she's feeling you know when it when it comes back and when she feels comfortable on the bike and she's um gonna make the transition to um clipless pedals soon and that's gonna make a huge difference so sure sure Um, that's um so cool in colorado that they have a triathlon college team yeah you know that they're pretty uh i don't know that they're that common but i mean i know a lot of california schools have um Um, someone, yeah, they're definitely becoming, I don't think it's an NCAA sport. I could be mm. wrong, but I don't think it is, but they're definitely, um, like club championships and that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, very nice. I yeah. mean, it's so fine because I mean, t- you know, triathlon is in the Olympics and all this stuff. And then it's like, oh, well, of course, you know, Colgate has like ultimate Frisbee teams and rugby sure. teams. Rugby teams. Yeah. 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 They may have a triathlon team now. I wouldn't be surprised if they did, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Although so. this, this, they'd have to swim in the pool at Colgate the swim yeah. season. <laughs> Maybe like uh, one outdoor swim in May if they're lucky. Um, anyway, yeah, well, exactly. good. Well, that's right. We were both out on our bikes. We were morning. both out on our bikes this morning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was fun. It was a good good morning to be out there. Nice. All right. Well, today we have somewhat of a themed episode with the first two questions being about intriguing running challenges. So you will see. This first one comes from Stormy in Destin, Florida. Hey, this is Stormy from Destin, Florida. Um, I have two little girls, um, ages seven and three, um, and I've been running for about seven years. I just completed my first marathon in December, um, and I'm actually on a training run right now for an ultra, and I just signed up for the great virtual run across Tennessee, the 100K, or 1,000K, sorry. Um, and I was wondering um, about that specific event or events like it. What do you recommend um, as far as like cross training? We have to run every single day for four months. Um, and so fitting in cross training and fitting in um, stretching and foam rolling and all that is kind of difficult because you have to run at least to 5.2 miles a day. So I was just wondering what you guys thought about incorporating um, for quick and safe recovery during um, an event that is quite a lot of mileage in such a short amount of time. 
Um, thanks, and I love the podcast. Okay, before we start, I just have to say, um, Destin, Florida, I always think of somebody, like I interviewed for a job there a long, long, oh in um, Birmingham. No, not, not in Destin, in Birmingham, okay. Alabama. Yeah. Sure. Uh, when Health was based down yes. there, Health uh-huh. Magazine. And uh, and I remember everyone talking about, oh yeah, and the white beaches of Destin, it's just a drive away. I can't remember how many hours, but everyone was talking about. So now I think Destin, I always think like white, <laughs> white sand beaches. So hopefully that's true, Stormy. Yeah, my... Uh, Husband Jack, he has an aunt who they own a house in Destin, Florida. So it's fine that we both have memories, like our associations with Destin. Yeah, yeah. But I don't have any memories. Never been yeah. there. But yeah. anyway, yeah. so she's she lives in Florida, but she's going to run across Tennessee. Yeah, virtually. Yes, yes. And yes. so chose this question because it seems that everyone is doing this remarkable challenge. And, you know, I think it's an important question because doing that much consistent training, that so much consistent running, I would think it really opens someone up for injury. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think it's popular. I mean, so I know like Adrian Martini is doing a run across New York State. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I don't know if there's a 50 state challenge, but I know that certain states are jumping on board, you know. <laughs> um, and I know that the one in Tennessee is uh, put together by the guy, and I can't think of his name right now, who started the Barkley Marathon, which you know mm-hmm. made it's made popular through Netflix. So it's kind of a nice, <laughs> you know, way to to run. Be part of Barkley without having to do Barkley. <laughs> you know, and if, if anyone has seen that documentary, they would know that uh, um, running, you know, five miles every single day for four months is easier. I would say. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> considerably, considerably. Well, and I think that there's also, I mean, so I again, I haven't looked at the rules super closely, but Heather, who works with us in the Train Like a Mother Club, is also doing this challenge, and she was telling me that you can split it up. It's not like you have to do. 5.2 miles or whatever it is every day. You could do three one day, seven the next day, mm. 10, you know, you could double up and take a rest day, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, but it still is a lot of mileage. Um, and so a couple things, I mean, I would definitely, you know, take your garment off or you're not going to take it off because you want to track your mileage, but um, <laughs> put it on a, put it on a display so that pace isn't an issue because really this, what this is, is it's a really great opportunity to work on your easy paced run because mm-hmm. that's what ultra running is that's what you know the Barkley is it is easy pace we're not going for you know 400s on the track or temple runs or anything like that we're going for consistency mm-hmm. and a pace that because recovery is going to be so important you really have to like the the harder the workout the more recovery you need mm-hmm. so you know, so make your workout as easy as possible so that you can get up and do it again tomorrow yeah. um, if, you know, so um, I would say, you know, there's no harm in, um, you know, say you decide you want to do five miles a day. So maybe make that first half mile a warm up walk, which mm. is hard, especially when you're raring to go, but that's a really nice way to ease into your run. Mm-hmm. And then maybe make, you know, maybe go 4.2 miles and then do a, an, a mile walk in the evening or mm. go with your dog or something like that to not have it just be like 5.2, 5.2, 5.2, mm. you know, like I would say the best thing you can do mentally and physically is to keep it easy and mix it up a little bit like that. So and Dim, hearing you talk once again, I think no, no doubt many happy miles is such a huge success because that's your way of thinking of things. You know, to me, I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm told I have to do 5.2 miles every day. Well, I'm going to go out and run 5.2 miles. And you're like, <laughs> here's how to slice the pie up. So it still equals the whole pie, but it's just like a tastier presentation of it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, that's fun to do it that way. Right. Too, uh-huh. If you can just think of it, you know, if you can't, if the hard part is and what is, 
hard for us running types is that we're like, you know, I mean, I, I definitely think of 5.2, 5.2, 5.2, too. Don't get me wrong, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, and, and you would probably think like, I want to get through quickly. I want to get through it quickly. I want to, you know, and that going, not mixing it up at all and not paying attention to your pace is what's going to put you in the hole. Mm-hmm. In addition to, I mean, recovery, you know, like I said, you want to keep your workouts easy. So your recovery is fairly easy. Recovery time, you know, is within 24 hours, but you would definitely need to aid your recovery as well. And that is foam rolling, mm-hmm. getting on the floor, get, you know, it's not um, two rolls over a tennis ball and call it good, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, which is, is most, mostly my, my version of foam rolling these days, I'll be honest, you know, so it's, you have to, you know, and, and, and anything that starts to hurt is not going to get better by running 5.2 miles on the next day. Mm-hmm. So if you are really committed to this, you need to think about if your shins start to hurt, what do I need to do? Do I need new shoes? Do I need to ice them? Do I need to whatever, you know, really mm-hmm. get on top of it right away. Mm-hmm. Um, foam rolling, um, stretching a little bit, you know, doing some dynamic stretches um, mm-hmm. and sleep, sleep. You know, the more people I talk to, the more stuff I read, you cannot overemphasize the the importance of a good sleep because that is truly when your body recovers. Yeah. Yeah. Um so and nutrition too. I mean all that stuff. I mean it's it's good because I think it kind of forces you to put a lot of best practices into your life, but oh, you've got to really yeah. stick to them, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and not just wing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That that was like the that answer like showcased like the like that was just like served up to you on a platter and it was uh, that was awesome it was a remarkable oh. thing to witness so thank you oh thank you well you, but I want you to talk a little bit about your your warm up because that's another thing that um, I think is important especially if you're going day after day yeah so that I really um, you know particularly during marathon training really dedicate myself to a simple warm up pre run and then some dynamic flexibility drills after the run and so warm up pre run some leg swings i have a nice tree out at the um uh at the corner at the end of our driveway that i hold on to a branch and just swing my leg you know my right leg side to side like it's a pen, uh, metronome and then you know do the left leg and then turn and uh forward and back forward and back um, if I'm going to be adding in for, you know, since I was on a training plan, if I was going to be adding in hill repeats or some speed work, then I'd do lunges, um, some knee hugs. Um, you know, if I'm feeling really adventurous, you know, I'll pull my, uh, do like a butt kicker, but pull my foot toward my bum as, as best I can. <laughs> um, and sure. you know, just, just no set count, just do it for, you know, half a block or something like that. Yeah. And then yeah. set off on my way. And then the dynamic flexibility drills, kind of a lot of the same moves. Um, uh, lately been really trying to lean over, you know, kind of go side to side so that I open up my hips and then lean, reach toward the ground. And um, so, I mean, all these things, we have dynamic flexibility we have a video of that on our YouTube channel? We do. We do. Yeah. Starring me. Yep. Yep. Starring you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we will, uh, so we'll put a link to that. There's also, um, what was I going to say on there? We're also going to do a, um, a post run stretch, uh, session, not this Saturday, but the following Saturday, which don't, this, well, the, the 23rd. Yeah. The Saturday of uh, Memorial day weekend. Saturday Memorial Day weekend. That's a better way of saying it. Um, and that will be on a YouTube channel as well. So that would feel good. Um, yeah. But yeah, all, all that stuff. You got to keep your body uh, just, fluid. Yeah. And it just, feel, particularly because if you go from, you know, 
being outside running, whatever, and then coming in. And then if you do, if you know, you're working from home and you have a, you know, you're at the computer then sitting for that long and yeah. you feel fine at the end of the run. And then a couple hours later you stand up, it's like, Oh, Whoa, yes, that was yes. rough to get to the bathroom, you know, or That's whatever. It totally it. We're sitting so much, so much. So yeah, yeah. So you really got, and, and getting up and doing some of that stuff, you know, in the middle of the day is a great idea too, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, yeah, or impress it. your office mates <laughs> <laughs> with your, Mom, with your quad stretch. Up so much. Mom. <laughs> Um, all right. This question is from Courtney in Olathe, Kansas. Hello, this is Courtney from Olathe, Kansas. I was just calling to get your thoughts on all of the recent four by four by 48 or Yeti challenges. What are your thoughts on that? I'm sure Dimity has um, input on the safety or how to do that correctly. And then also just if a person were going to attempt that, any suggestions on fueling and sleep, et cetera. Thanks so much for your feedback. Bye. So again, these seem to be all the rage, these challenges. I know. It's so yeah. trendy. It's so funny <laughs> because um, we just put up today, which is the four, 15th, yeah. um, Kate Walton, who is a mother runner in Iowa, um, did this challenge, the Yeti challenge, last weekend with a couple bammers. Um, and we just did a race recap there, so you could check that out. We'll link to that as well. Um, yeah. But then it's just so funny because you know my Facebook feed is – you know, the, the algorithm is just mother runners <laughs> pretty much nonstop, <laughs> which I love. And, um, and I, you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm going to do this Yeti challenge. I have nothing else to do this weekend. I'm going to do the Yeti challenge. I'm going to, you know, so it's like this trendy, you know, I wish I could equate it to something else that's trendy, but I don't know what's trendy. <laughs> right, right. Who knows what's trendy these days? Yeah. So, so we're actually contemplating doing, contemplating, underline contemplating, uh, doing something like this in our next virtual race series. Uh, we're still debating options on that one. But so let's start by explaining what Courtney is talking about. So these are challenges that involve running a set distance, say four or five miles, every four or five hours in a 24 hour period. So that Yeti ultra challenge that Kate just did and wrote about on our site, um, it required participants to run or walk five miles every four hours during a 24 hour period. I'll do the math for you. That means 30 miles in 24 hours. And the important thing to remember, like when maybe you hear that, you think, oh, that's that, I, that's kind of doable to have four hours between each run. No, 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 the four hours encapsulates the run so that you know you're you're basically running about you know an hour give or take of each of those four hour chunks so yeah, it's challenging for sure i mean it's it's like ragnar on steroids is what it is you know yeah yeah i thought i i'm reading kate's uh write-up of it i was like oh oh that oh that sounds rough uh, yeah so. yeah so i think she she went one five nine one five, nine. So started at one in the afternoon and then yes. had one, one, one AM leg and one 5 AM leg and yeah. then finished with a 9 AM leg. Um, so, uh, so the first thing is you have to be trained for this, right? So, you know, unless you are, and the reason why Kate and, and uh, the other women that did it were so well set up is because they were training for a marathon, you mm-hmm. know, like you, Sarah, training for Missoula. Yes. And so they had a lot of mileage in their legs. So doing, you know, six five mile runs was not out of the question if Mm -hmm. you are um training for a half or less or your mileage i would say is you know not quite 15 or 20 miles a week i would say let's get you up to a higher mileage before we try this just because it's such a fun experience and you want to kind of have it be a memorable i mean it's going to be hard no matter what right Mm -hmm. um but but i want it to be hard in the like 
I don't want a runway, not in the hard, like, oh my gosh, my left glute is going to break way. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's fun that you think it's, it's funny that you think it's fun because I knew that Kate and those guys were doing this. And on Saturday, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that they didn't ask me to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Melissa, who uh, is another, uh, who also works for us um, in Train Like a Mother and AMR, um, I was, you know, she was kind of in some of the Facebook discussions about it. I was like, I texted her. I was like, did you do this too? Because she was training for the half marathon in Missoula. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and she was like, no, 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 no. I just got up and, you know, um, helped with, uh, you know, moral support. I'm like, still texting at three in the morning or two in the morning is oh, pretty nice. That's- that's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So some, some, some specific stuff that you need to think about is a route. Obviously you need something that's safe, right? Yeah. If you're yeah. going to go, you're going to go out in the middle of the night. Um, so you need to plan that well and obviously let people know where you're going to be. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you're, you know, sidewalks are not your friend during this challenge. Um, the concrete <laughs> is going to be pretty rough for 30 miles. So think about it that way. So if you can get onto a gravel path, if you can get onto a track, if you could mm-hmm. do maybe your middle miles in the night on a treadmill, yeah. um, something like that where you can um, just kind of ease the, the density of the surface just a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's funny when you said that uh, sidewalks are not your friend, I envisioned also you know, buying the farm, like just, Oh yeah. A big lip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Having a yard sale and not the good kind. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, I mean, you know, what Kate did is what everybody should try to do. She came home, she changed her clothes right away, get out of your sweaty clothes. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, one thing that, uh, I don't think Kate brought it up, but having like a set, kind of having everything prepared prior, of course, because making any decision is going to oh, get she harder. Did. She did. She did. I just, I just read the, her post right before we hopped on this and she did. She said she had like her own mini aid station. She set up all her outfits in their guest bedroom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And including her, you know, kind of lounging in between outfit. Perfect. Yeah. That's what, it, you know, so you have, have it all set up prior to your race um, and including food, you know, and if you have a dog, make sure that that door's closed. <laughs> so I know where my food would go. <laughs> Look at that. Of course, smoking like somebody who's dog, like dogs get into like everything. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you come home, you change your clothes, either put on your next running outfit or put on something comfy, depending upon how many times you want to change your clothes, foam roll a little bit, eat something, um, and, and get off your feet. Right. So, yeah. you know, lie on the couch, lie on a bed, you know, mm-hmm. setting an alarm for how much you need before you get going again. So is that half an hour? Is that 20 minutes? Is that whatever, you know, you know yourself well. Um, the one thing that I will say is mm-hmm. um, when we did the, the AMR trains podcast with people who did their own ultras, which, mm-hmm. so they ran pretty consecutively, although um, Kelly did the backyard challenge and that was gosh, four miles every hour. I think cool. I want to say, yeah, I think oh, it yeah. was that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was like, um, somebody high profile got yeah. um, dinged in that. But, but her point, anyway, ahead, but, and so she was different, right? So she was not, she was really running back to back. She would come back in, grab some fuel and go back out. It was yeah. not, you know, mm-hmm. three, two, three hours to wait. Mm-hmm. Um, but her thing was that it was very hard to go inside the house yeah. because, you know, then all of a sudden you're warm, you know, you got a bathroom, that kind of thing. So not that we want you to be uncomfortable <laughs> during those your breaks <laughs> between running, but really set yourself up so that like, you're like, okay, the guest room is my room or the basement is my room. And you're not going to go up and get in your bed and you're mm-hmm. not going to go, you know, you really want to just kind of keep it as confined as possible. 
mm-hmm. I think mentally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was so awesome that Kate talked about the support she got from her family during yeah. it. That was amazing. The, yeah, they know, were all, out. all three girls out there when she got back from her 1 a.m. run waiting for her, and they had drawn stuff on the sidewalk with sidewalk chalk, and you know, and that she talked to um, friend you know, over, you know, Bluetooth headset to, uh, while during the 1am run. I mean, I just thought that was amazing. So yeah. I and that's, see, yeah. Setting I yourself up that way. I mean, you can't force your kids to come out, but <laughs> definitely, uh, you know, I mean, there are a lot of people doing this right now. So put your feelers out if you want to do it. And I mean, I love the idea of talking to somebody during that, that hard, that middle, that third run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I would say have, you know, all in that, wherever your space is, you know, have some recovery tools, the foam roller, you know, if you've got a Theragun, um, you know, whatever it is, it's going to make you feel better and help your body, um, you know, kind of mitigate some of that pounding that you're putting it through. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then on your, on your, on your fuel that you're, um, or on your table, your mm-hmm. buffet table that your dogs <laughs> are not going to eat, you know, just keep, keep things very bland, uh, unless you know, like I know Kate ate a burrito <laughs> at one point. Um, and I don't know what was on a burrito could have just been like potatoes and a tortilla, which is bland. Um, but you know, like white rice is good, baked potato, bananas, um, you know, eggs, oatmeal, a turkey sandwich, you know, and then maybe, you know, a goo or something like that prior to when you head out. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you're fueling for the long run um, yeah. and not necessarily fueling for performance here. It's kind of the same idea. Keep your lungs nice, keep your runs nice and easy. We're not looking mm-hmm. to, you know, slay the, the tempo dragon or anything. Yeah. Um, with it, so. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, all right. Well, yeah. lots of, good- well, let me, let me say one more thing yes, just because yes, I'm so uh, intent on recovery is you will need time to recover after this. Like you cannot treat this like, oh, I just had a fun running adventure weekend. And, um, and now, on, <laughs> you know, you did it maybe Friday to Saturday and you're out for another run on Monday. Uh-huh. Like that's not, I mean, m- people can do that. Like, don't get me wrong, but I would say that's probably not recommended. Uh-huh. I would say like walking is good. Riding your bike is good. Little cross training is good for like th- at least through that, Thursday, you know, and then maybe go for an easy run again on Friday. I mean, because it's not just the mileage, but it is the mileage. It's 30 miles, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It's also the sleep deprivation. Like Kate yep. said, she slept very little, you mm-hmm. know, because you're going to rest. You can close your eyes and rest for sure. And we encourage you to do that, but deep sleep is not going to happen. So yeah. that on top of the physical intensity, on top of being in COVID times where you're like, yeah. I have no space and you are breathing too loud. Like you need to kind of give yourself um, just give yourself grace because yes. you can come back, but you, you, you can always come back, but if you come back too quickly, you're going to regret it. Yeah. And that's what you do. Whatever type of challenges you're doing, you do not want to get injured because that's just going to make this time that much more stressful and, um, you know, not, you won't be able to have your happy place. Totally. So, um, all right. Well, I saved this question. Um, <laughs> what, what's coming my way, Sarah? <laughs> yes. This one comes from Erica in Sherman, Illinois. Hi, ladies. This is Erica from Sherman, Illinois. And inquiring minds want to know, what does Dimity think of the new Kona Cola from Noon? I've been enjoying it, but I never had a chance to experience the original Kona Cola. So the real question is, what does Dimity think? 
Oh, that is a great question. And I am glad that inquiring minds want to know. Um, because first of all, let's woo-woo, give it up for Kona Cola being back. Um, <laughs> that said, you know, I, so noon, I love you and I will drink Kona Cola to the ends of the earth. I um, have definitely, I ordered a bunch of boxes um, for myself. Um, for it, the apocalypse. Yes. Um, but if something isn't broken, don't fix it. Oh, you know, like remember the, the new, new, is it the new Coke? Oh I was my about God. to say, remember the new Coke form, formulation? Everyone was like, why did you, why'd you go and do that? Yeah. Now I will say, I think that they have changed their sweetener. Yes, um, they have. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't, don't, and don't ask me to tell me, ask me what they switched from and what they use now. Yeah. They um, use, um, mung fruit now. Oh, do they use oh, monk fruit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Monk yep. fruit, isn't yep. it? Monk, M-O-N-K? Monk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's mung bean monk fruit. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I think mung is a population. Um, anyway, uh, so I so to answer your question, um, I like it. It's going to take a little time to get used to for me, but I definitely use it on every ride I use, mm. every I go on, and, um, and I am much rather have it than not. So, um, so <laughs> I'm glad that it's back. So thank you for that, that good question. And I will say, um, one thing that's fun with Kona Cola is it's very mixable. So, um, when you come home in, uh, after a, a, a long run, um, in the summertime and you are like, wow, I got that little bit of electrolyte depletion headache and I'm feeling pretty weary. Um, sometimes I double batch it. Mm, right look at you, so you, Jim, you're getting a little crazy there i know i know in a bigger water bottle not necessarily the smaller ones the bigger yes. ones um i'll drop either two tablets in or half a tablet of each but you can mix it with like the strawberry lemonade is really good you can mix it with lemon lime um mm. i think fruit punch is gone too i really like the fruit punch kona cola mm. combo that was good um oh, so so it's I a see? nice like base layer for other flavors as well. Can I say when you said that you could, it mixes well, I'm like, oh, what, rum? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you could do that too. You, you could, could do, that, do that. You could do that, you know, instead of a rum and Coke. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, Erica, thank you for that question. I like And I'm this. glad you're liking it, Erica. Yeah. I liked springing that on you. That was fun. <laughs> All right. So, we are on the hunt for other questions. And as Erica shows, you know, they do not always have to be um, serious questions about training. So please call our number 470-BADASS-1. That is 470-223-2771. Give your first name, where you're calling from. Please keep the message to 90 seconds or less. And the phone does not, there's no phone that rings. Call anytime, day or night. Awesome. And um, please tell your friends about this show, as well as the regular Another Mother Runner podcast and AMR trains. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition, if you could leave us a rating, preferably four to five stars, but we're not <laughs> trying to, uh, you know, push you in one direction or the other, um, wherever you listen, it helps people find our shows and it also helps with our um, podcast sponsorship. Yes, yes. Keep the questions coming. We're here with answers. Mm-hmm.